Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Enjoy a tall, cool dude. What is this? What, what are we doing? What in God's name are we doing? What? Our lives. What, what kind of lives are these? We're like children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. It's the nightcap. Are we going to be sitting here when we're 60 like two idiots? We should be having dinner with our sons when we're 60. We're pathetic. You know that? Yeah, like I don't know that I'm pathetic. On WGR Sports Radio 550. So then you asked yourselves, isn't there something more to life? Yes. Yeah, well, let me clue you in on something. There isn't. How are we doing tonight? It's the Nightcap with Joe DiBiase here on WGR. Thursday night football tonight. 8 o'clock coverage here on WGR of the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. COVID-ravaged teams playing tonight. Maybe COVID-ravaged is a little strong. You have had... At least one positive test on both sides of the football. You have multiple players at the same position groups on both teams being placed on the COVID list. But they're going out with this game. 49ers and Packers. Is it not, I mentioned this a little bit yesterday, is it not weird that a month ago the Tennessee Titans or, you know, the Patriots or the Broncos, all the games that got postponed, all the games that got moved, does that reality just not exist anymore because we're out of bye weeks? Is that it? The the standard for COVID testing and the protocols for which the league was taking does not seem to it has not continued to be consistent. A month ago, the Titans were the talk of the league because they put other teams in jeopardy. They were not taking the virus seriously in their own building, not wearing masks, practicing when their facilities had been shut down, and they had multiple COVID test positive results. You had the Broncos and Patriots with a game postponed because of a couple of positive tests, and now you get positive tests, and it's almost like it's nothing, right? Like, was this game ever... Seriously in jeopardy, according to Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter. Did you ever see these guys talking about this game being in jeopardy? It was always, nope, schedule to go on as planned. 
And you just can't, you can't believe that the league would, I don't want to say pull a fast one, but that's what it feels like to me, that they are just doing everything in their power to get the games in from a public relations point of view. Because they're not doing everything in their power to keep the virus out of the league. They're not. If they were, they would have had, one, a bubble ready to go in place that they had six months to develop from when the virus showed up in March, or really hit hard in March, till when the season started in September. That was a big chunk of time that you had to prepare for that. You also could have had extra weeks added on to the regular season. You could have had you could have gone into the season thinking, listen, if we're not doing the bubble, we have 32 teams with 53 active roster players to each team and then more if you include the practice squad. We have thousands of individuals just as players, not including the large coaching staffs per team, front office management, trainers, doctors, medical staff for the teams, you have an enormous amount of people. You had to know, just based on simple logic, there were going to be positive COVID tests in the NFL. You could have, if you didn't want to do the bubble, which... Made, I mean, how could you how could you think that wasn't a good idea? But if you're not going to do it, wouldn't you have known we're not getting through the season with everyone just having one bye week? Let's add a week 18, a week 19, even a week 20 if we need it to give us what other leagues have that we don't as the NFL. Flexibility with scheduling. They have the least flexibility of any of the four major sports games cannot be played back to back day to day it has to be week to week and because of that that makes it hard to make up games on a 16 game schedule over a 17 week period how could they think it wasn't a good idea to either start the season a week or two early or end it a week or two late to give yourself, hey, enough flexibility where a a game like tonight shows up where Kendrick Bourne of the San Francisco 49ers and A.J. Dillon of the Green Bay Packers have both tested positive for COVID-19, and the reaction in real life is Packers running backs, you're out. 49ers wide receivers, you're out. Everybody else is good. That's the protocol right now. That's what's happening tonight. Whereas if you had these extra weeks to work with, where you have the ability to move the game to later in the season, move it around to another bye, if you had that, then you wouldn't be playing this game tonight. Because Kendrick Bourne is a wide receiver for the 49ers. He touches the same football that Nick Mullins, quarterback of the 49ers, does. The same football that Jarek McKinnon, the running back for the 49ers, does. That whoever the center is for San Francisco touches. 
that whoever that trainer that maybe is wiping the ball down touches. A lot of hands on that football. A lot of close proximity in a locker room. They added some preventative measures in locker rooms this year. But meeting rooms, you know, that's one thing, and that's maybe why the receivers have already been taken out. But are you telling me that they are never within six feet of each other in the locker room? Ever? It doesn't feel like the league is taking it as seriously as they could. And it's not all in the league. There's so many guys that it's hard, you know, it's hard to keep them all under wraps. The league has been trying to get the message across. Like, hey, after the games, you don't need to be shaking hands with every player on the field. Keep your social distance. And if you're going to go out there, wear masks after the games when they eliminated jersey swapping and whatnot. But time and again, there, there they go. They're out on the field after the game. They're shaking hands. They're hugging. They're right there. So it's not just the league. It's tough to get all the players to buy in on it as well. But it feels crazy to me that this game is being played tonight. But it's been... It's really been normalized that if you're if you have a guy in your team that tests positive, just one, you're gonna play. That's been normalized. And I don't think that's where you should want to be as a sports league right now. Bills and Seahawks on Sunday. I will be along for pregame coverage starting at 10 a.m. bright and early on Sunday morning. We've got 49ers and Packers coming your way in the next hour. San Francisco for this year is kind of a dull team. They're not going to be that fun to watch, I don't think. And I don't think they've been very fun to watch so far this year. Whoever their quarterback has been. Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard. The Niners are, you know, running the football, playing solid defense. They do do a lot of forward-thinking motion screens, You know, they do a lot on offense in the passing game that is the new wave. The problem is they don't really have the quarterback to execute it. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he's probably done there. I think he's probably done in San Francisco. He might not start another game for the 49ers. He might not. He throws everything behind the line of scrimmage. It's all screens. It's all bubble screens out wide. It's little flip passes in front of you. Garoppolo, I mean, how often is, in terms of guys in the league where if you were down seven with five minutes to go, how many other quarterbacks in the league would you trust more to drive you down the field in crunch time or at any time than Jimmy Garoppolo? Because I might pick almost the entire league. I would certainly pick the guys at the top. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Like, those guys are easy for this, right? Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford. Yep, yep. How about Carson Wentz? Would you rather have Carson Wentz on a drive where you need seven at the end of a game, or would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo? Hell, some of these older guys still. Tom Brady for sure, still. Drew Brees, I would still rather have. Ben Roethlisberger, I'd rather have. Phillip Rivers, I maybe would rather have. I think I would. Even though Phillip Rivers for, you know, Phillip Rivers for his career. He, I mean, he just lives down six 
with 48 seconds to go and no timeouts. That's the Phillip Rivers experience. But I would pick Phillip Rivers. I would pick Nick Foles in Chicago, I think. Like, I'm getting down the wire now. I, I forgot some of the young guys. Deshaun Watson is an easy one that I missed. You know, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert looks great right now as a rookie. Those guys. I might take Sam Darnold. <laughs> I might take Sam Darnold. Maybe that's just because I've seen it, uh, and I don't want to get too swept up in that. But, hey, Sam Darnold, once upon a time, remember his rookie year, 2018? I was sitting in the third row back of the Bills end zone or I guess back of uh, what would have been the Jets, where the Jets were attacking. And Darnold led the Jets down the field on a late-game drive, in, which included one of the most beautiful passes he's I've ever seen him throw to Robbie Anderson, and they beat the Bills here. I'm not here to tell you I like Sam Darnold as a quarterback going forward, but I think I'd rather have Sam Darnold in that situation than Jimmy Garoppolo. I just I would have no faith. In Jimmy Garoppolo, if he didn't wasn't getting all the help required around him. And at, at the end of the day, why are we really supposed to think he's good? Like, why has he gotten this much run as a starting quarterback in the league? He's now at 32 starts, two seasons worth. It might feel crazy to you that Jimmy Garoppolo's only played two seasons worth of games in the league. And he's been in the league for seven years. But... That's what comes with being a backup for so long in New England. He, when was this big season? Like last year, there were numbers. There were numbers. 3,978 yards, 27 passing touchdowns, 13 interceptions. I ran a poll yesterday asking you Bills, Bills fans out there if you would take for Josh Allen... 3,600 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. A few hundred less yards, same exact amount of touchdowns, fewer interceptions than what Garoppolo was last season. Would you take that? And honestly, 66% said yes. So, last year's Garoppolo season, maybe people would take that, and maybe that earned him some extra time here. But, I think he might be done in San Francisco, and... The possibility of him returning to New England is something like, I, I'd love that. How could you not love that? We spent a lot of time on this show this week talking about the future of the AFC East and what it is at quarterback. You have got a, a somewhat sure thing in Josh Allen. You have a hopeful with lots of potential in Tua Tagovailoa. And then you have the Jets who look destined for the number one overall pick, which will either be Trevor Lawrence or, if he doesn't declare, Justin Fields. And then you have New England, who's at Cam Newton, likely not coming back next season. He's not playing nearly well enough to warrant a big contract from the Patriots. Minimum contract to begin with. And they are going to be at the top of the draft, aren't they? They're going to be near it. Two and five. Two wins. They'll be top 10, maybe. I think they'll be top 10. I think they could be top 5. So what are they? Are they Trey Lance, North Dakota State? Or or if they don't get the opportunity to pick him because those quarterbacks are probably or maybe going 1-2-3 next draft, and if they're below that, are they trying to bring back a Jimmy Garoppolo who 
if cut by the 49ers, would only cost San Francisco $2.8 million in dead cap. They did sign him to a big contract, but smart move by the 49ers. They paid him, but they left themselves a way out. $2.8 million in dead cap. Basically, they can walk away. And even when his replacements have come in, C.J. Beathard, Nick Mullins, the quarterback play has been at least on the same level, if not even better. So how much of it is the system? Kyle Shanahan gets a ton of credit for being this quarterback whisperer that gets the most out of his guys. Robert Griffin III, Rookie of the Year with Shanahan. Matt Ryan won an MVP with Shanahan. Garoppolo last year threw for almost 4,000 yards with Shanahan. Shouldn't you be doing better than this if you're Jimmy Garoppolo? So I think he's done. I think he's done, and I think there's a good chance that he's back in New England next season because the Patriots are nowhere, and if they win a couple more games, they're not going to be in position to draft one of these quarterbacks. And honestly, the Patriots with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback, I'm not scared of that. The Bills should not be scared of that. You should be more scared of you should be more scared of the potential of the Jets having the number one pick than the New England Patriots with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's one of the worst starting quarterbacks in football. It's just there's nothing there. There there seems to me to be nothing there. There's some accuracy, but it's so much scheming and it's so much help from the coaching staff and what's around him that I don't buy it. I don't buy Jimmy Garoppolo as a franchise quarterback. I don't feel like it's being talked about right now a lot that he is going to be or that he's in danger of losing his starting job with the 49ers. I would bet San Francisco, if I had to bet right now, I'd bet they are on someone different for 2021. They might be interesting for that too, by the way. They might be more interesting than even New England. Because if they move on from Garoppolo, what what is San Francisco at quarterback? Because they're not, I mean... I guess they could lose more games here, but they're they're 500, they're four and four, and they're a good team, right? Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. They're definitely not the Super Bowl contender that they were last year, but they're still fairly good. They're not going to be picking near the top of the draft, so it's not going to be a rookie. And if you look at upcoming free agent quarterbacks, you really don't have much to pick from. Maybe Jameis Winston is an idea for San Francisco. Like, would you trust Jameis Winston more in San Francisco to lead you on a drive late to come back and win? Or Garoppolo? Because I think right now I would pick Jameis Winston. So maybe that's a good spot for him. Maybe that's a good spot for Winston. I actually like that a lot. He's a guy. Andy Dalton was on a one-year contract in Dallas. He's going to have to come back from this concussion and from being on the COVID list and really, I think, show out for Dallas to earn... To, to even come close to earning a starting job anywhere. Hell, he didn't get the one this year. And he put up stats in Cincinnati in the past. Phillip Rivers was on a one-year deal. He'll be available. If the Cowboys are picking high, maybe Prescott gets traded or makes it to the market. That would be... Wouldn't that be hot? Prescott in San Francisco? I mean... Talk about the roster and what they're building up and what they have at coach. And if you throw Dak Prescott in there, I, I would probably pick them to win the Super Bowl. Like, that is as good as it gets. Trubisky is a free agent. Hey, Fitzpatrick. Could we get Ryan Fitzpatrick there? Tyrod, but I don't see him getting another starting job. 
I mentioned Andy Dalton. You're basically nowhere else. Cam Newton. Cam Newton, I guess. Yeah. Although, I just can you imagine Cam Newton getting another starting job next year for how bad he's looked right now? So San Francisco might not be interesting right now. I think they're interesting, though, on the long term. All right, lots some around-the-league stuff there for you. I'm going to take a timeout here, though. We got Thursday Night Football coming your way, 8-15 kickoff between the 49ers and the Packers. We will have coverage picking up here at 8 o'clock. And coming up next, we'll do a lot more on the Seahawks and the Bills matchup on Sunday. It's the perfect time to play back John Clayton for you from his earlier visit with Chopin the Bulldog. John is in Seattle. He covers the Seahawks. He covers the league as a whole as well. But nobody knows more about the Seahawks than John Clayton. So we'll get the scoop from him when we return from his visit with Chopin the Bulldog earlier. Stay tuned. It's the Nightcap with Joe DiBiase. This is WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 